0: In Your Money Today, Carolyn Wright takes a look at what you need to know about making financial plans for something most of us do at least a few times over the course of our lives, moving house. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. In Your Money Today, I'm joined by one of our regular experts who loves to explain the basics of finance that we all need to know about. Welcome again, Stephanie Wren, who is Managing Director and Head of Hong Kong at Endowus, a digital wealth management platform. Thank you for coming in again, Stephanie. Good morning, everyone. Hi, Carolyn. So today we're going to take a dive into what you need to know with financial planning around relocation. So let's kick off with just some of the things you need to think about that might not be obvious and how you calculate what it's going to cost you if you want to choose to move to a different part of town or even further away.
1: It's a very topical discussion, right? I think I've also had friends recently, whether it's just moving to different parts of town or moving to further places. And I think when we do relocation, we're more focused on the short-term things, such as the cost of moving. So the movers, finding a new place, um, getting professional help to come pack. But I think more importantly, people tend to forget, It's especially if you're moving to a new place, you need to think about the cost of living in the new place that might not be the immediate to-do on your list, but those are really important things to think about. Whether you're moving to a place that has a higher cost of living, has a higher tax rate, higher rent, and I think for those of us who have families, whether schooling is more expensive, and I think we're very fortunate in Hong Kong, we get very abundant of help at very uh, sort of available cost, but in other parts of the world, I've had friends a bit shocked that to get the same amount of help that they get in Hong Kong, it breaks the leg. So, these are things that, that people need to think about when they relocate, uh, besides, okay, the movers, the moving company, et cetera, et cetera.
0: So, are there any tools available that can, can help you with this? You say, you know, you mentioned how easy it is here, relatively. What should people be doing in terms of helping them make these calculations? I think my general advice is always be prepared. Um, I mean,
1: internet is so prevalent these days and you should do your own research. And I think what's interesting, and um, I also start to see a lot of these clips that show up on social media. Um, You can also take reference of um, people who have, Done the same thing before you, and some people like to share the experiences they've done quote unquote the wrong thing, and they hope others would not sort of follow their sort of wrong footsteps. So again, I think, and and I always it's just generally with everything in life. As your financial advisor, we always sort of teach our clients do your research, be prepared, so that there are no shocks when when you move to a new
0: place. So let's dive a bit deeper around your finances, because obviously a lot of us will. Have have a variety of investments and investment products. Now, what are the issues that people need to bear in mind if they are moving to another jurisdiction where that's concerned? You, you already mentioned taxes, which can be you know quite a different cost. But, but what are the other factors that you might need to think about?
1: So I think in Hong Kong, because the Hong Kong dollar is pegged to the US dollar, we tend to think Hong Kong dollar and US dollar are, are interchangeable. But if you move to other places, if that currency in that place is not pegged to US dollar, then you would start to have to think about uh, things such as exchange rates, right? So if majority of your current investments and savings are in Hong Kong, but if you're moving to a new place that doesn't use US dollars, it's another currency, then maybe you you want to start thinking about building a pot of savings in that local currency to hedge against uh, potential sort of fluctuations. I remember I picked the wrong time when I lived in the UK for three months and the pound was at at a record high High. And, and at that time, all my savings was in Hong Kong dollars, US dollars, and I was going to Starbucks and everything felt like 50% more expensive because I didn't have savings in pounds at that time. So thinking about building your own sort of pot of savings, building that investment portfolio for local currency spending is important. But Carolyn, you, you raised a good point, right? Besides Texas, there might be other different things in that new place that's different when it comes to investing in that new place. Whether uh, the new Hong Kong is, we're very fortunate. It's everything's very simple. We don't even have capital gains tax when we invest. If you go to a new place, you better do some research. If you you might think, oh, maybe I just sort of copy and paste my current investment plan. But there might be nuances. Um, If there's capital gains tax, and you you like to day trade, then it might not be a good idea because every trade you make, then you're taking a cut from that tax, right? So there are various, different things that you have to think about besides Texas and also thinking about building that local currency pot. And besides that, there are other things such as insurance, medical expenses. I've had local Hong Kong insurance plans. But if I move to a new place, do these plans cover for my uh, emergencies in the new place? Those are all different things that we need to think about might not be the top on the list because top on the list is pack up stuff and arrange for
0: movers. But these are all important things
1: that we we should think about.
0: Now, if you happen to have some flexibility around your moving plans, can it be beneficial to choose a particular time within a tax year even to, to choose to move? So in terms of thinking
1: about taxes, and disclaimer, I'm not a tax expert, but I think in Hong Kong, we're fortunate again. We have a quite a simple taxation system. We've done some research probably on sort of thinking about Texas doesn't necessarily have any sort of particular advantages. You still have to go through the same thing, declare you're leaving. You have to clear your taxes before you leave. They're not going to let you leave until you you, you clear your taxes. But I think it's more in terms of timing. It's what we talked about, giving you more time to be prepared. And especially for those of us who have families, right? Syncing with your kids' school schedule, I think that's the big thing. So it's now summertime. That's why it's very busy for parents parents who want to move around, that's the prime time because it can be quite disturbing to move during the school year for your children. So summer holidays, probably it's the right time to move if you have a family. Less about gaming, whatever, taxation, but it's more about thinking from a holistic point of view, just making your lives easier. Your kid's not going to cry, be like, "Oh, I miss my best friend in school. (laughs)
0: But you might find it very difficult to try and put them in in midterm somewhere, absolutely. So is there anything else that you you might want to to bear in mind before you consider moving? Even things, just something quirky that that you've come across that a a friend or a relative or or you've, you've seen it on the internet of someone saying, you know, I completely forgot about doing this.
1: I think it's going back to uh, what I mentioned early on when we started this conversation. It's you do have to think about things when you really settle into a country versus when you're just visiting a country. So um, last year, I sort of had a long stay in another city, Singapore, and I frequently traveled to Singapore at, as a business traveler, as a leisure traveler. But staying there for three, four months um, last year on an extended basis. I also realized there were things that I was a bit sort of didn't realize there are things that adds up. Little things such as, again, I think it is the the way of life, how you live in that city can be quite different from your current. I think we're fortunate in a way transportation costs in Hong Kong can be convenient and can be affordable. I think in other cities, public transportation might be cheap, but if you grab a taxi might be a lot more expensive. I'm sure those of us who likes to go to Japan would agree taxis in Japan can be very expensive. So just thinking about if you want to live in a city for a extended period and thinking about your current lifestyle, maybe you can do some tallying, be like, okay, if I want to maintain my current lifestyle, what's the monthly expense going to be, it could potentially shock you a little bit.
0: Absolutely. Even maintaining a car, you know, you, you might have to pay a massive amount of tax to own a car. The, the fuel for the car might be much more expensive, parking, everything.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, there are two sides to the equation. Either you rebudget or you think of a way to, okay, how can I boost my income, right? So these are nuances that maybe sometimes it's not top of mind, but definitely I've had friends a bit shocked how much more it costs to own a car in a foreign
0: place. Thank you so much for this chat today. And if you're thinking about moving, bear all of these tips in mind. That's Stephanie Wen, Managing Director and Head of Hong Kong and Endowis.